All right, good day to you. My name is Fred Oakman, and as always with me today is Mr. Jake Peters. We are PS This Is Awesome. We are a PlayStation podcast, and this is the long-awaited episode 224. This is a show where we share our feelings about the current state of PlayStation, but before we get on with the show, I want to invite you all to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash PS This Is Awesome, and go visit us over at Twitter at PS This Is Awesome. If you want to make fun of our trophy list on the PlayStation Network, you can find me at anchorless underscore 81 and Mr. Jake Peters at jakesaw one. And as always, you can write the show at awesome at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, don't forget to share the show with your friends. Make sure to leave comments, rate our podcast as you see fit. And as a reminder, this is a video podcast as well. So you can watch the show if you prefer on our YouTube channel. For new and or longtime listeners, we now have a Patreon. You can support our show at a $1 level. It's called the One and Only $1 Club. So for $1 a month, you can be a patron. So head over to patreon.com slash PS This Is Awesome. Be a $1 patron, and in return, you will get a free die-cut vinyl sticker mailed to your domicile and a shout-out on the show. So what's cool about that is is uh, we don't give you anything else. It's just your way of saying thanks, guys, for staying on this show. And speaking of staying on the show, we're a day late but never a dollar short. I had a busy, busy, busy weekend and uh, had shows on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I just got back from a golf league where my father took the closest to the pin on hole. I don't know what hole it was for skins, and I was super excited about that. Jake, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm tired. I'm sore. I was backpacking in the wilderness all weekend, so I didn't have any, uh, you know, anything going on other than that it's really fucking hot and i'm really sore because i haven't done that in a long time mm. so but it was fun allegheny forest uh yeah actually like southeast of saint mary's if you know where that's yeah. that's like like in the middle of the state mm-hmm. so beautiful country but uh it's just uh if you've never been backpacking before imagine like walking up and down hills and everything is really uneven and it's hard to walk through and then strap 40 pounds on your back. So, and then do that for like 15 miles. Yeah. So hours. that sounds horrible, but it's actually really fun. Yeah. Do you see any crazy animals or anything? Uh, my dad almost stepped on a rattlesnake. So that was cool. That's scary. Uh, yeah, it was a little spooky. It, um, there was like this trail and we were walking down it. And on the left-hand side, there was a camp that somebody else had used. So mm-hmm. we were kind of scoping out places to camp for the night. And uh, so everybody was looking to the left. Well, literally immediately off the trail to the right, a, there was a rattlesnake laying there and it started rattling. And my dad like jumped back and we all like, kind of like, you know, were sort of snuck up by it. And then, uh, so of course we just like hung around and took pictures of it and videos and stuff, right. <laughs> and, then, and then and then we kind of went about our way. But uh, it was kind of spooky. I mean, they're not going to come after you unless you like fucking agitate them. But that's why they rattle. But it was uh, a little spooky because I didn't expect to see one. Yeah, you never do, and that's that's the problem. That's how they get you. Yeah, we were. Uh, I'll keep it short. We. We're trying to get through this podcast pretty quick for the listeners, just so you guys know. We've had a long week, you know, weekend, and but we wanted to get a show out to you. We figured if we waited any longer, we might as well just put it off till next week. But there's some stuff to talk about, and uh, we do have some patrons, so we wanted to give you a show. But I was on tour. We were in North Carolina. It must have been like uh, Greensboro, and we're like in this area that's kind of an outdoor 
it's kind of in back in the woods, uh, outdoor kind of restaurant. And we were on the patio and this rattlesnake just came like slithering up on the patio around people. And people were like, Oh my God. Like everyone's like freaking out. Um, they got rid of it, but yeah, man, those things are crazy. We, we usually don't get dangerous animals in Pennsylvania. The most dangerous animals you really get in Northwest Pennsylvania would probably be like rabid bears. Black bears. Yeah. Yeah. Bears. Or if you happen to run into like a, like a, you know, a bobcat or something like we have those crazy wildcats here once in a while. Coyotes. Yeah. I mean, nothing really, but not nothing that's going to like literally attack and kill you unless you like threaten it, give it a reason to So bears with babies are the scariest things to run into. Yeah. The problem with rattlesnakes is you can literally just step on them without noticing and then they bite you and you're like, Oh fuck. Well, I guess I get better get to the hospital. Don't panic. Yeah. Cause <laughs> your blood will start racing and then you just spread the poison. Yeah. Who gets bit so, by a rattlesnake? Nah, that's cool. I just got to keep calm. <laughs> yeah, not me. Yeah. I'd be freaking the hell out. Uh, it'd be over. But yeah, so glad to hear that you made it back in one piece, man. And I'm glad to be back on the podcast. My Poison Ivy is a follow-up because we talked about it on the last show. I had uh, AJ or LJ was a little nervous. He goes, man, he goes, that's no joke, man. Make sure you don't get it in your eyes or your mouth like Jake said, you know. But my doctor put me on some steroids. So I'm doing the oral steroids, taking pills. And those things taste absolutely terrible. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I'm on those. So I'm a little wound. Uh, I'm not even halfway through my dosage. So they said, you got to see it all the way through. So anyhow, yep. that's what I'm doing, but here we are, Jake, are you playing anything? Uh, the only thing I've been playing is GTA five online here and there. I haven't really had time. I was busy all weekend. So, so I have to get to tribes of Midgard before next weekend. Cause next weekend will be the last episode of the, of the month. Yeah. We got to talk about it, yeah. but I have not been playing that. I've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy still, which is still fucking awesome. And then, actually, I started playing Laura Croft Go on my phone. Mm-hmm. I, I know, like, way back when I talked about Hitman Go on the podcast and talked about how awesome it is. But I, I never played Laura Croft Go. And I never really, for whatever reason, I was like, I don't want to fucking pay $6 for it or whatever. Because yeah. it's not free like most mobile games. I was going on this backpacking trip, and I was like, well, what if I can't sleep? Because I have a really hard time sleeping in a tent outside. And so I was like, let me download something for the fucking phone in case I need to, you know, I want to need something to do. And so I downloaded Laura Croft Go and I played it for like half an hour before I went to bed. And uh, it's fucking awesome. Dude, those games are so good. If you've never played Hitman Go or Laura Croft Go, they're like one of the few times where I'm like, yeah, this mobile game is totally fucking worth it because they're really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did dabble on Laura Croft Go can't remember but i think i did um good man good 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 uh i do have just so you know lj and i we just established that we're gonna play sunday afternoon we're gonna play tribes with midgar we're gonna we're gonna play a little bit together so i will have my experience in sunday morning and we'll probably record the show sunday evening so we sh- i should be ready to rock and roll Again, I dabbled, did not like what I played. So, mm. again, like we said, we, we prefaced when we introduced this thing um, <laughs> is that uh, uh, Jake, Jake's got the airline freaking drinks <laughs> over a, there. The little the it's mini a, it's bottles. A, it's a mini bottle of, for the YouTube guys, it's a mini bottle of Goldschlager. Have you ever had it, Fred? No, never had it. I haven't had Goldschlager in, like, since I was in college. And I was at the liquor store like three weeks ago, and I was like, this sounds, this, for whatever reason, I was hankering, but I was like, I'm not going to buy a whole bottle like of it. Is it $1.50 for that or something? 
Yeah, for those that you don't know, Goldschlager, you've probably heard of Fireball, which is like a cinnamon yeah, yeah. schnapps or cinnamon liqueur. Goldschlager was like the OG. <laughs> it's a cinnamon schnapps, but it has flakes of 24 karat gold in it. Like it's real gold. And and it's way better than Fireball in terms of how it tastes. But anyway, I was just like, I was like, oh, that sounds really good. So I tried to drink it. For, for fun, I looked up, like if you buy a bottle of Goldschlager, which is like 40 bucks, like a full-size yeah. bottle, it has... Like, if the Wikipedia article is correct, like $13 of that is those gold flakes that you're paying for. <laughs> Why don't you just strain them out? Can you strain them somehow yeah. with a fine coffee filter yeah. or something? It's it's like, I, I could, my math could be wrong, but it's like 0. 0.007 ounces of gold in a whole bottle of Goldschlager. In, so, inflation don't yeah. affect that, man. No, it standard. doesn't. I mean, be spending, you know, we're on to something. Money in the hole. Hey, you know what? <laughs> if you need some cheap gold, just buy some gold schlager and run it through your <laughs> If you guys are looking to make some money and save up. But if you're of drinking age and you like cinnamon stuff, highly recommend. It is very good. Yeah, don't drink that. Kid. It's in small doses. Only adults. Uh, anyways, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know what kind of trouble we can or cannot get into talking about gold schlager on a podcast. <laughs> Uh, I think we're more than allowed to. Um, yeah. If Goldschlager hears this podcast and they want to sponsor us and send me bottles, that'd be awesome. I don't think the FCC monitor podcast. That's what's so cool about it. Um, yeah, we can. I don't them. think they. I don't think they can. I don't. Know if it's all like you know, personal custom shit. Yeah, fair enough. Well, like like I said, man, we're gonna try to plow through this, uh, but not, but not reduce the quality of the show. That's the plan. Yeah. So you did. Do you want me to just kind of drive the news since I put it together? Yeah. Let me, Unless yeah, you have. Let me something. talk about the PS Plus thing. So, so for if you're hopping onto the podcast, this is your first podcast listening to us. Uh, Jake and I decided that we are going to pick a PS Plus game every month. Oh, that's right. And uh, what we're going to do is play it. Now we we talked earlier just a couple minutes ago about Tribes of Midgar being the game that we picked for this month, and uh, we are going to play it throughout the month. And then we're not going to play and beat the thing. We're not promising. We're not saying that we're going to fucking do a full playthrough. We're not even saying that we're going to give it more than what we feel it deserves. And I have not given it what it deserves yet. I'm barely through the tutorial, just a little bit through it. And uh, it's a it's an online co-op game. So that is the game we're going to talk about next episode. So if you're a Plus member, go get Tribes of Midgar and uh, download it. Try it out, and you can join us in our conversation next, next week about it. And perhaps you'll love it. I'm telling you right now, not my bag of tea. But that out of the way, Jake, why don't you drive the news? I put a couple points on here, but I was golfing all day, and you did some news as I was on my way back from the links. So I'm going to let you steer this. I'm kind of getting used to it. I hope the listeners appreciate it. You did a, you did a big portion of the news last episode. And uh, hopefully we can get the podcast recorded next next week timely, so it'll be more of the original uh, way we're approaching our podcast. But we're going to go through these. Jake, why don't you just lead – take the reins here, bud. So most of the news this week is honestly about the new iteration of PS Plus because it, I think it's tomorrow – today or tomorrow it launches in Asia, which is like the first market it's going to launch in. And then a few months from now it'll launch in North America. But they've announced – like the the game list that's coming out in Asia for the new PS Plus lineup for the essential and premium tiers, which are the the tiers where you can like actually download games and sort of like the Game Pass comparable, you could call it. 
Um, I'm not going to like go through and like, if you want to see the list, you can look it up online, but it's a lot of the stuff we talked about. You know, you talk, you've got like control on here. You've got days gone, death stranding, um, uncharted you know, a games. lot of first party stuff. You've got some uncharted stuff on here. Child of light, which is cool. Um, Celeste was on there. I think Celeste, I believe for the was extra, on, for extra, wasn't it? Okay, it might have been. It's not. It's not on the list that I'm looking at right now. Mm. But it could be because it's maybe it's not on the Asian market. Because because the I think the Asian one is only. Um, let me see here. I'm looking at it. It's like 213 games is what they have included in the release list right now, and the North American list is supposed to be like 400 plus. So it could be that. I did. I do remember talking about Celeste, but I think it maybe it's like the North American list or something, or maybe it's on a different um, list than what I'm reading here. Push Square but, has you a, know. Sorry, not to interrupt. Push Square has a list, and I don't know. Keep going. I'm I'm going to read this while you're talking. Sorry. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, I'm not going to go through all these. But no. You got stuff like like Infamous, Second Son, and um, you know, Hot Shots Golf, and. Stuff that you would expect from a PlayStation list. It's, it seems like it's a pretty good list, honestly. I'm, I'm pretty surprised at what they have here. I don't know how many of these games uh, that I would definitely, like, right away want to play. But there's a lot of games on here that I just kind of put in my backlog that, like, I never got to, but I'd really want to try. Like, we talked a bunch on this podcast about that game Ride 4 and how awesome it looks on the PS5. Yeah. And that game's on here. So that's something that would be really interesting to try out. Uh, Shadow Warrior 3, which just came out, looked like really interesting. I, I talked last week extensively about um, how much I like the South Park games. They're on there. The there, There's a couple of um, there's a couple of uh, Warhammer games on here. Mm. Space Hulk, Deathwing, and Space Hulk Tactics, which looked kind of cool. Control Ultimate um, Edition. Yeah, Concrete Control's on team. there. Yeah. And then there's like some third party. There's a lot of third party stuff like the crew. The Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited, which is interesting because that game is owned by Microsoft now. Uh, you know, you've got some Tom Tom Clancy's The Division is on here. I wish it was The Division 2, but it's cool that you're at least getting one of them. Um, like we said, the Uncharted games are on here. Valiant Hearts is on here, which is cool. Uh, Death yeah. Stranding, so, did anyway, we say that? Yeah, Death Stranding's on there. Yeah. So there's a bunch of there's a bunch of cool stuff on here. XCOM Two is this on is here. This is for the hundred dollar tier we're talking about, I think. Yeah, well, this is like it's it's basically the middle tier and up. Yeah, okay, so you're talking enough, yeah. about the essential and premium. Uh, but yeah, so there's that's basically kind of a little a little teaser about what's going to be available on the PS Plus, um, as far as like downloadable games and streaming games. Uh, they did come out and say so to continue on the PS Plus thing. They did come out and say that as far as streaming games go, I'm kind of jumping around, Fred. I apologize. Yeah, that's fine. You made the list. That um, the PS5 games will not be streamable. So if you've got a game that's got a PS5 version, you'll only be able to stream the PS4 version. You won't be able to stream the PS5 version. Weird. Which is kind of interesting, but I sort of understand that. Although I don't – as far as I remember – I think on Xbox, you can stream the Series X versions of the game. And I believe that's because all of their servers are Xbox Series Xs. So they have the ability to run those games, whereas like maybe Sony's streaming architecture doesn't necessarily support or have the bandwidth for PS5. I don't know. Um, 
so, some other cool things about PS Plus that they talked about. They actually talked a lot about PS One games coming to the service because there's been a lot of like mystery surrounding well like what are these old games going to run like are they going to be emulated what's going to go on well it sounds like they're you know the ps1 games are going to be emulated on ps5 and they're going to have some neat features like save states uh various visual filters which seems kind of interesting um some upscaling and probably one of the coolest features is the ability to like rewind the game while you're playing it like not it's not an in-game feature it's like a part of the service where let's say you're playing and you die you can do this like fucking uh you know sands of time shit where you can just like open up the playstation menu for the ps1 rewind a little bit and then start play again as if you did so i don't right and then so like you can literally just you know spam the rewind feature and just like cheese games but for me and for a lot of people, if you're one of those people that maybe didn't have a PS1 and you want to experience these old games, but you don't really want to like battle your way through some of the like old mechanics and shit that makes it kind of hard to play, um, you know, it allows you to sort of you don't have to use that feature if yeah. you want to play it legit. But if you're someone who wants to just get through the games and experience them, that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Um, then. Uh, Another cool feature that I think is really interesting is that some PS1 games will have trophy support, which is really interesting. And this is not a required feature. It's an optional feature that Sony confirmed. But it came out because Bend, I think, Sony Bend, who did Get Days Gone and they did the original Siphon Filter game, they announced that the the PS1 port for Siphon Filter that's going to be on this service is going to have trophies, including a platinum trophy, which is really cool. So kind of incentivizes you to go back and play some of these older games. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it, but it's interesting that they're actually, that they're doing that. Uh, so as far as, you know, some kind of crappy stuff about the service is that, the PS1 games appear to be the PAL versions, not the NTSC versions, which sucks because the PAL versions run slower than the mm. NTSC versions. They're 50 hertz instead of 60 hertz, mm. which usually bo- which boils down to about 25 frames per second as opposed to 30 frames per second. So that sucks. But I was watching, there's, a, there's some footage that showed up online um, and I saw it on the article on Video Games Chronicle of the emulated version of Oddworld Abe's Odyssey being played. And it showed, like, the game, you know, through the original the beginning cinematic, through them playing it, them using the rewind feature and kind of showing oh, you a cool. little bit about how it works. And uh, it doesn't look that bad. Like, I know some PS1 games, like, I remember the the uh like the battles in final fantasy 7 how fucking slow they ran like they were literally like 10 15 frames a second like when they were you were casting spells and shit so if it's running at 25 frames a second or faster because of upscaling and stuff then that's probably playable and probably fine but we won't know until we actually get our hands on it so i'm excited to see how that turns out if it's really a problem or not we'll have to see in the coming weeks yeah um 
So last couple bits about PS Plus is that, uh, or I guess this is the last piece that I have here about PS Plus, is that uh, there's been some, I know we, we don't talk about it here because we're PlayStation, not Xbox podcast, but there was some hubbub in the news recently about DRM checks on the Xbox Game Pass stuff, where there was like four days where the DRM service was down on Xbox. And so people with Xbox Game Pass games that hadn't checked in couldn't fucking play their their digital downloads on their Xbox for like four days because this DRM shit. And so it's not really that awesome, but Sony is saying that you only have to do it once a week, which basically means that they just got to validate your PS Plus subscription still once active. a week. yeah that it's still active and then you can just play them. So you can still play them offline. It's just that once a week you have to check in. And I don't, I think Xbox game pass is a lot worse than that. Cause if I remember correctly, when I was traveling with my Xbox for work, it seemed like every single time I tried to play a game on my Xbox, I had to hook my phone up to my Xbox so that I could log into my account and, and verify that I had PS plus. Yeah. Which is, Fucking annoying. Yeah, well, let's let's be honest for a second. We live in a society where people are going to take advantage and cheese every single thing they can. So, this is a product of just shitty people existing. It doesn't just have to be Netflix. like this. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like this. But so long as there are dickheads out there who are going to try to run the gamut and try to try to take advantage of Sony and companies and, and all this stuff, you're going to get this. I mean, if you want the cert, you're going to have to pay some sort of. It's it, it's it's a compromise. The problem, the problem that I, I I understand where you're coming from, and I agree with you to an extent. But one of the things that I have to kind of push back on is just like I think the amount of people that are actually fucking stealing the service. We'll just say that it's not. I mean, I, I don't know that I would use that harsh of a word, but I feel like it's generally relatively low enough that Sony is not like really going to would not really lose like a shitload of money on this. So to give you an, like there's a, there's a, uh, an episode. I know you've never watched, you never watched the show scrubs, right? I'm familiar with it. I've never watched. So, so there was this episode where the, the, the guy that runs the hospital Mm-hmm. is upset because they are spending too much money on scrubs. Yeah. And so he, in order to get people to stop stealing scrubs, he gives them, he instead of giving them all of the fun colors and everything that they want, he makes them all wear these super ugly brown scrubs so that nobody will steal them because nobody wants them. Mm. And then everybody just kind of revolts because they, because they, you know, he basically cracked down on something that was of minimal consequence and sort of took away the trust of the people, you know? Mm. And so sometimes moves like this can result in bad press that ends up being worse for you than just eating that little bit of a loss by letting people share their accounts and shit. Yeah. Like, think about what the what Netflix is going through right now. I don't know if you've oh, heard about yeah. this. Oh, yeah, paying extra for depending on how people are logging in and the accounts you have. It's yeah, so like – It's so petty. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, too many people are password share. Like, Netflix, their subscriber count is down, and they're blaming it on people sharing passwords with each other. And it's like, no, 
It's just that we're coming out of the pandemic. Less people are watching fucking shows and Netflix just doesn't have that many compelling programs right now. Yeah, and that, it's that like, okay, like instead of looking at yourself and reflecting on what you could do to make the service more enticing, you're just pointing the finger at your subscribers and saying, you guys fucked up and now we're going to make it harder on you. And so now they're getting all this yeah. bad press. And I just hope that, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't think that the like one week check-in is egregious. I think that's totally fine and totally reasonable. But what Microsoft does with like where like it's like always on shit. I mean, yeah, I I don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Really. I like the way Sony's approaching it, but I mean, you're never going to have this service without some sort of validation. That's the thing. in my opinion. In my opinion, it should be like once a month because you're like you're think about it like the 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 worst tier is like monthly subscription, right? So like you should have to pay at least once a month. Otherwise you're paying annually. So why not just check it once a month or something, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Cause it's like, Oh, like let's say you, you subscribe for one month of PS plus and then they check it right then whenever you get the subscription. And then let's say you cancel it the next day, you don't get your money back. So like who cares? Check it on that date the next month. And if you haven't paid up, you haven't paid up, then fucking shut them down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, to me, that seems like the most sense, but there's probably sure. some mechanics to it that I'm not thinking. Yeah. About. There's some mechanics to it. And, and all I was really getting at, and I, I appreciate the pushback there, but I think that if there was no validation in place, this would not work because people would just download as much shit as they possibly. Oh, could. there has to be something. Yeah. yeah. Because they like, they would subscribe and download every game on the fucking platform. To millions of hard And then drives. unsubscribe. And unsubscribe yeah, and, and take their shit off the internet. So yeah. you got to have validation. That's kind of what I was driving at because there are people out there who would just, you know, you give an inch and they're just going to take the entire ball field. You know what I mean? So you got to you gotta have this in place so that it doesn't get out of control. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyways, yeah. There was one thing I wanted to say. You said that's pretty much it about Plus. I did find that the, the regular PlayStation Plus – um, those games will continue to be dropped on the first Tuesday of every month, whereas when the catalog shifts for the extra and the premium, that's going to update in the middle of the month. So they're saying that they're saying that you know if if you are an extra premium member, you will get the new games at the beginning of every month, and then in the middle of the month, you might also get additional games tacked on. So double double the free games throughout the month kind of spread out, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's really, really interesting. Dude, I'm actually kind of excited for this. I, I'm probably going to – I might – Me too, yeah. I might, you know – I might just like just uh, turn my subscription to the extra tier, the middle tier, and just like pay annually for that so I could do the downloadable shit. Mm-hmm. But then like, you know, I might maybe for a month or two try out the premium just to see what all this backwards compatibility shit and all that's about. But – uh it's kind of weird that they're doing like a like a tiered release for their new games, but like just do them all at once. Why? What the fuck are you doing? I I don't know, but I guess I get it. Maybe they can have like that means they can have two blog posts a month instead of just one. Yeah. Which okay, I, I guess it keeps you in the zeitgeist a little bit more. Yeah, I suppose, um, man. Um, what so else yeah, have? I guess we can we can just kind of pound out the last. I mean, there's only a couple of news points really left. Um, just nothing. None of it's really worth talking about. It looks like there might be a Death Stranding two in the works, 
you know, Norman Reedus and Hideo Kojima have been like tweeting shit about it mm. and uh, basically hinting. Well, Norman Reedus said that it, like literally just said that it's in pre-production. Well, then it must. And be. Hideo and Hideo Kojima has been kind of like really sort of coy in the shit that he's been posting, like posting stuff with clear references to Death Stranding. And it's like pictures of him and Norman Reedus like playing games. So um, and when I say playing games, I don't mean playing video games, but like them just goofing off together. Um, and so that's that's cool. I really do. I'm one of the reasons I'm excited about this service is I do want to get back to Death Stranding and try and beat it. Yeah, I've never played it. Uh, I'm excited especially if they're going to come out with a new one. Uh, there was a video. I don't know if you saw. There was a video outlining some new accessibility features for God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, the upcoming God of War, which game. is cool. It looks a lot like what they do with The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, the only thing I saw that that I don't know if they had in The Last of Us was they have a way that it will like actually. I think there's something where it will like read prompts to you on like whenever like let's say you have a button prompt to like you know Kratos is gonna like open this door or yeah. something. It'll like read it to you as opposed to you like having to see it, which is kind of interesting. I don't know if that's true or not, but I thought I saw a, a, a video, like a clip on Instagram of them outlining that. But I mean, that's maybe cool. I'm pulling that out of my pooper. So I should probably. Left uh, yeah. Um, so we may end up having to call back in, call back in. But uh, the other um, couple things left. Maybe we'll just finish up the news the and then restart the stream. Uh, yeah, The Last of Us remake seems like it might be released before the end of the year. A couple of industry insiders, prominent mm. journalists who have people in the know have been kind of hinting and saying that they've been hearing that it's on track to release before the end of the year, which, okay. I mean, I like until I see that this game is vastly different than the last two releases of this game... I don't know why it couldn't have released a fucking year ago, but we'll wait to see what it looks like. I bet um, you see how much work they really did. I don't to mean it. to cut you off, but I do at the same time. I bet you they integrate the uh, left behind DLC in it. Just bake it right in. What was it called? Was that I mean, what they it was could, called, was it called but, left behind? But the, the left behind DLC was baked into the PS4 port integrated right into the story you had to no i mean there's no there's no way to do that i mean unless well, they like literally want if they, if they wanted to fucking chop up the story but it would ruin the flow of the the they, they would never do they that they got to do mean, something to try to sell this thing it's literally just going to be it's just literally just going to be the same game with better graphics i 100% guarantee that they kind of make. They're gonna excited. they're gonna make more money on it, and then they're gonna release it probably in December, and then they're gonna be like, maybe there'll be like an official trailer New for weapons, the Last of Us TV like show in it or weapons. some shit. Maybe. I mean, my guess is it's gonna somehow relate to the Last of Us TV show. You're gonna get a Pedro Pascal skin. Maybe that would be kind of <laughs> that would interesting if you, be awesome. if you could do if you could do something like that, like where Pedro. it's like there's like yeah, because like one of the things about Guardians of the Galaxy that I've been recently is that. You can find new skins for the characters, mm -hmm. and one of the skins that you can find is like the the skin that's like the movie, like the Mar like the Disney movie mm -hmm. version of those characters, and you can use that in the game and stuff. So it would be kind of neat if, like in The Last of Us, 
they had skins for the characters where it was like fucking Pedro Pascal and, and um, the little girl. I can never remember her name from from Game of Thrones. And maybe it's like their voices too, dude. If they fucking change, oh, I'd be so mad. I'll be so mad if they do that. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, it's cool if they do. I mean, it would be it would be interesting. At least we still have the old version. But maybe they'll like let you cha- like switch back and forth between them. Like whenever you get those. Uh, like those remakes where it lets you change back and forth between like the original graphics and the new graphics. Yeah. But it's like, instead you're changing between like Pedro Pascal and fucking Troy Baker. Like that would be really, really wild. Oh, dude, a hundred percent. That'd be so cool. Uh, Jake, real quick while you're, Oh my God. So I found the perfect Ellie in real life, the perfect actress. She is in the TV series on uh, Amazon called, uh, Amazon prime called Bosch. And, uh, Oh man, it's it's a dead ringer for uh she'd be such a good Ellie, I think. A hundred a hundred percent. It's like it's absolutely ridiculous. I'm gonna copy a picture um and just put it in the notes here. Ready? I don't know where your mouse is, but I'm gonna put it right here at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Why didn't it work? Hold on, this is amazing. So her, her name is copy image is Madison Lintz. There. It's really big, but Shrink this down. Spot on adult Ellie from Last of Us 2. Mm, Just wait. I, I guess I, I, guess I see it. I, I, I guess I see it. I, I don't know that I 100%. I mean, I, I if, if that person was cast, I'd be like, oh, that's a good casting. But I don't know that I'm like, oh, that's a dead ringer. For, I, but I can see why you would think that some of the some of the features are very very similar. Dude, spot on! Like if you ever see her act in Bosch, like in the in the later Boshes, like the, the Bosch Legacy is out right now on Prime, and uh, dude, just her character and her mannerisms, it's pretty spot on. I think I think she'd be perfect. But anyways, too late anyways for an older Ellie because we already have our Ellie. But I saw that and I was like, holy shit! It dawned on me. I was like, yeah, that's that's perfect. Um, but anyhow, uh, we were talking about that, this, that, and the other. Jake, we have a little bit of news points left. Yeah, so I was right. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I was talking about the God of War stuff. I was just reading over it because I wanted to be thorough and make sure that I didn't say something stupid. Yeah, it says audio cues. We have linked a sound cue to each of the on-screen interact prompts so that when using this feature, you can hear when an interactive icon is nearby as well as when the button prompt becomes active. So it doesn't read it to you, but it like cues you to know that like, like there is a button prompt that you can access. So like it may you're hard of seeing or something like that. Anyway, continue. No, I had read somewhere that the Witcher DLC or the, the new Witcher three remake was almost all but confirmed for the last quarter of 2022 as well. And I don't, know where I saw that. Someone that I work with that plays games showed me some sort of thing and I was I was in the middle of working so I didn't really pay attention but I don't know. I'll believe that when I see it but it, I am still curious about the Witcher 3 uh, DLC that is going to be Netflix related and they're calling it the Netflix DLC. So, what? Yeah, for for the new Witcher remake, the Witcher 3 remake the CD Projekt, there's going to be Netflix DLC associated with it and I don't know what it's going to be. So it could be cool. It's probably just it's probably just gonna be a skin of Henry Cavill yeah, right. that's gonna be in there as 
The Witcher as Geralt, and or you, you know, yeah. because Siri in The Witcher Three is a grown woman, so you can't use the fucking girl. Life imitating art, imitating life is what we're running into in the video game world at this point. Yeah, dude. To me, in my opinion, The Witcher Three looks so good. Like, I don't fucking need this remake. It's gonna look better. Better? What does that even is mean? Is it gonna run as good as anymore. the? Where they had, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's quit talking about Witcher Three. It's not. It's a way off. Um, Jake, you, did you have anything else on here, or can I talk about the last two things I threw on here real quick? No, I mean you. You literally put in a point there that is like that I put in two bullet points. Which one? That this one, the Uncharted movie. Oh, do you you have that on? Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> Why don't you say something about it then? It doesn't matter. I mean, literally, the news point is just that the Uncharted movie surpassed $400 million in revenue, which is pretty fucking awesome. I mean, we talked about it on the podcast. Like, like I would like I'm just going to sit here and say that, like, like objectively, it's not a great movie, but it's super fun. And I really am looking forward to seeing what they do with the next movie. I hope it's like some kind of a take on Drake's fortune, which I think would be super cool. Well, if it's what happened to Uncharted 2 versus Uncharted 1, then we're in for a treat for Uncharted 2, the movie. If it's that much. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg with a mustache and a Hawaiian shirt and a cat in his backpack. That sounds awesome. That's all I want in my life right now. That's all I need. And then lastly, the Days of Play, which is a sale that Sony has every summer just about, is uh, running this Wednesday, uh, which will be the 25th through June 8th, 22. And uh, keep an eye out for peripherals and accessories because they also have those on sale as well. So not just games. If you're looking to get a new controller, you might be able to get like 10 bucks off or something if you need one. Um, Lord knows these DualSense controllers don't seem to be lasting like the DualShock 4 controllers, unfortunately. I have one that uh, – it's got some drift big time on it, my original one. And my, my, my black one that I bought actually works all right. So um, I'm actually in the market for another controller because I want to have two that don't have drift. <laughs> Anyways, you have any drift issues with the controller? No. All right. Well, let's drift no, into this. controller, sir. Let's drift into my the advertisement. What do you think? Sure. And then we'll finish up with the new games coming out and then uh, call this one Kaput. We'll be right back, guys. Check out this advertisement for our show. Um, You're already listening to the show, but we're going to advertise it to you anyways. (laughs) That's what we do. All right. We'll be back. Welcome to the P.S. This is Awesome Patreon page. For those of you that don't know, my name is Fred Oakman. And I'm Jake Peters. And we're a PlayStation podcast currently in our 10th year. Our first episode aired in July of 2012, where we discussed and speculated on the arrival of the PS4. Over the years, we've used this podcast to take a break from adulting, share our love of video games, and in particular, PlayStation. The audio podcast is available on all major streaming services, and we have recently made the leap to uploading video content and video podcasting to our YouTube channel, as well as the very occasional Twitter post or live stream. Over the years, we have covered everything from PS3 to PS Vita through the launches of PS4, PSVR, and now PS5. As our audience has grown over the years, we have decided to start this Patreon with the hopes of creating a medium in which we can give you the opportunity to help support our show. And as a test bed, we're starting with a single tier. It's called the one and only $1 Club. So with your support at the $1 level, we're going to mail you a premium vinyl cut sticker and give you a shout out on the podcast. 
But at this time, unfortunately, we can only ship to the U.S. and Canada. But this is subject to change depending on your interest. So whether you're new to the show or you're a frequent flyer, we are forever thankful for your support and hope you can find it in your little gaming heart to join us in the one and only $1 Club. Until next time, like PlayStation, Podcasting, and Patreon, P.S. This is awesome. We're back, and uh, I made a funny little motion so I could see it when I'm editing the clip together. Thanks for listening to the show. We're going to new games. Jake, I had something I wanted, now that we've refreshed the clock, I'm not going to go on long about it, but I want to tell you something really interesting and weird that happened to me today. It dawned on me because the guy just tried to call me again. I have a friend who isn't really dialed into being a venue, a promoter, or like a booking agent or anything like that, just for the listeners. But you guys know I play in a punk rock band, and uh, we're not very big. We, we write decent music, decent enough music. We're not very big. There's this huge festival going on in Las Vegas in October, October 22nd, October 23rd, and then October 29th. It's three days. It's where they do it like that, but it's happening, and it's called When We Were Young Fest or something, but the list of bands on it is just ridiculous. It's like My Chemical Romance, Avril Lavigne, Alkaline Trio, uh huge band like bands that were like all of that time like the list is absolutely ridiculous like you look at it you're like is this even real like this is something some kid put together at his house and made a fake show flyer for <laughs> it's like the bands all of the bands from like that had moderate success back then uh i don't know if hawthorne heights are playing or not they might be but anyways long story short this guy gets a hold of me last night hey what are you doing october 22nd and i'm like i was in bed actually so i remember back this morning i said uh nothing that I'm aware of what's up and he goes well there's a huge 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 group of people uh, planning to go to this fest thing and they're throwing a huge after party in Vegas after the first night of this fest and I'm in a group of people who are trying to put together like the entertainment for the night after the festival's over and he goes we're going to offer the get up kids an offer to come out and play this thing the after party show and he goes, uh, we are also going to uh, have like the singer or someone from Piebald try to DJ between bands, which would be cool because Piebald's a really big band from back in the day. Not big, but big enough. And then he goes, I want one of my land to come out and play. And I'm like, yeah, you want us to come out to Vegas on the 22nd to play the after party for this big freaking thing. And he's like, yeah, I'm on the committee, man. He goes, I don't even know how I got on it, but I'm on it. It's a group of people and I put my name in the hat and they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, you seem to know your stuff. You can be a part of this. So he's literally asking us to play this after party thing. But we've run into a couple of problems. He said, number one, um, we never make money as a punk rock band. So he was going to throw us enough money to make it seem like it'd be worth our time. But the kicker was he was going to pay for all transportation, which is like the thing that like is a no brainer. So for us to fly out to Vegas, play and then fly back home seems like an awesome opportunity and a cool thing to do. But I'm kind of excited for the opportunity, but also really crushed because our other guitar player has crazy, 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 not to get into crazy medical ailments that happen to him randomly. And his doctor has literally told him that he cannot get on a plane ever again. So we would have to drive uh, 34 hours one way to get to the show. It's like just our luck. Like there's just no way we're going to be able to do this. So, and he's not replaceable. So it, it's just like 
God, why can't it be in New York City or some shit? It's got to be in why Vegas. You just, did you ask Troy? I did. Yeah, he said he said he can't get on a plane. He's not allowed to. He's had like lungs collapse on him for no reason, and uh, his doctor's just like, yeah, you can't get on a plane anymore. He's not willing to drive out there. It's, it would be insane, man. It, it, I looked it up on MapQuest or whatever, and it's literally one day and seven hours straight of driving to get there. Yeah. That's insane. And I don't know that, that, that the dude's going to pay us that kind of gas money. I mean, you know what I mean? A plane ticket would be so much cheaper right now in today's economy. So I told him we could go together. I said, you know, like we could drive down, but... Fuck, man, and then play a show probably at 2 in the morning in Vegas. And who knows what kind of debauchery would be going on there. you know? And then we'd have to like cart back and get home and come to work by Monday. Dude, that's insane. We're just asking. Yeah, but you're talking, you're talking about like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> and you're going to fucking flush it down the toilet because you don't want to drive for a few days. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to try to... I'm going to try to talk with him a bit about it and see what our options are. Because the dude just tried calling me while the advertisement was going for the podcast listeners. The guy's calling. He probably needs an answer like ASAP. And this isn't like an ASAP answer we can give, unfortunately. But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe he's going to call and say, yo, dude, I misspoke. I spoke too soon. You know, no room. But we'll see. I Working out, working it out. But it was an interesting, cool, cool thing. I always seem to fall ass backwards into cool things like this. And half the time I'm able to do them and half the time I'm not. I actually was w- had the opportunity to play the last concert at CBGB's in New York City. The last the last punk show there and I turned it down like an idiot. Not with my band. They wanted me to sing with their band because they liked my voice. The group from Pittsburgh were opening for this punk band and it was like the last show there. And uh, I was supposed to go and play and it was when dial-up was a thing and it was going to be on online for streaming. It was way ahead of its time and... I couldn't do it, and then when I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, I saw the awning for CBGBs, and I was like, yeah, I could have played, like, the last show there, but I didn't. And I'm like some nobody, you know? I fucking missed out on these cool opportunities. Ridiculous. But my buddy still went and played, so that's cool. Um, anyways, back to games. I'll shut up. Uh, new games coming out this week. May 23rd, Injection something i it printed wrong that's injection 23 ars regia on ps4 may 24th is mx versus atv legends ps5 ps4 may 25th blow and fry ps4 and roller champions ps4 may 26th my favorite day of the year arcade archives plotting ps4 and sniper elite 5 ps5 ps4 may 27th arcade spirits the new challengers ps5 ps4 ko the kangaroo PS5, PS4, Moolander, not to be confused with Zoolander, PS4, My Little Pony, a, mar- a Maritime Bay Adventure instead of Maritime, I guess. A Maritime, like a horse, PS4, Pac-Man Museum Plus on PS4, and Remote Life, PS5, PS4. Jake, that is the list of games. Nothing stands out to me. I bet you Sniper Elite 5 is all right. Um, but yeah, I don't know anything about any of those other games. But, I mean, MX versus ATV is supposed to be pretty good, or at least like the people that like it really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know really much about any of these other games. Although, like you said, I've heard that the Sniper Elite games are really good. The people that like those really like them. They so do. I've never played one, though, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, listeners, I think we are just about breaking a record for the shortest PS This Is Awesome podcast in just under 50 minutes. That's not true, but 
pretty, it's pretty damn close. good. And we're not wasting your time and putting a lot of fat on the show this time around. And we're also serving ourselves by, uh, you know, making sure we can get some rest here tonight. But thanks for tuning in. I apologize that the show was late again by a day. But it just gives you something else to listen to later in your week. And I guess the other thing is, is if you follow us on Twitter and you have a patri- patron or you go to our Patreon site, I did put a little disclaimer up there that we're not going to make this a habit. We're going to do our best not to make it a habit. And to be fair, the weather has been shit here. So we haven't really been too distracted by nice weather, although Jake did go hiking. But we will uh, try to get back on this and get the episodes out for you on Mondays. Um, so you're, you can go into the work week with some something fresh to listen to every Monday. But until that happens, I'm going to keep saying, but all the time. Anyways, Jake, do you have any final closing thoughts or are you good? Uh, no, I'm going to eat some food and then I'm going to set a reminder for myself to fucking download tribes of Midgard because <clears throat> I keep forgetting about that game. Cause I want to make sure that I play it, you know, at least a couple hours before we talk about it next weekend. Well, the tutorial takes Other than a lot careful, you know, I'm going to do some stuff. And that's about it. All right. Well, stuff is good and eating's good and Tribes of Midgar is uh, – we'll, we'll talk about that next week. We'll see. We'll see how that game is. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Episode 224 of PS This Is Awesome. And we'll be back next week for you all. So until then, like Electronauts, Alex, and Edge of Eternity, PS, PS This Is Awesome. This is awesome.